Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. News Overnight reported that Tokyo 2020 President Yoshiro Mori will step down over his recent sexist remarks. He is expected to announce his resignation on Friday, so major significant changes to Tokyo's Olympic Committee coming as soon as tomorrow. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, February 11th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody's having a good week. Let's start with the NBA. We talked about it on the Buzzcast yesterday. The league moved quickly yesterday. It doesn't want the national anthem story to gain a lot of traction. Will it? We will see. Certainly there's a lot of reporting on it today, but the league announced yesterday it is again requiring teams to play the national anthem before games. This comes after the Mavericks had stopped playing the anthem through their first 13 games in Dallas. The league issued a statement saying with teams in the process of welcoming fans back into their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. So the league apparently changed its stance on the matter. They apparently gave the Mavericks permission going into the season to stop playing the anthem before home games. Remember, only 11 of the NBA's 30 teams are playing in front of fans right now, and they had told teams that they were permitted to run their pregame operations as they wanted to because of the unique circumstances so far of the season. Now, Cubans' move to not play the national anthem, of course, did not play well in Texas as the state. Lieutenant Governor called out Cuban to sell the team. Interestingly, New Orleans Pelicans coach Stan Van Gundy expressed support for the Mavericks' decision not to play the anthem earlier in the day on Twitter. Now, understandably, there is a lot of media reaction today. It's pretty mixed in whether the league made the right move in requiring teams to play the anthem before games. We're going to have to see if it plays out, if this story has legs. But right now, the NBA hoping to end this story after a one- or two-day news cycle by requiring teams to play the anthem before games. Let's switch to the NFL in a major story that broke around mid-morning yesterday. Houston Texans president Jamie Roots resigned, ending his more than 20-year association with the team. News around Jamie Roots' resignation is now the most read and the third most read story on HoustonChronicle.com as of this morning. There's a great deal of interest around this. His resignation is effective immediately. Now, Jamie Roots really was a force behind the Texans and their business side operation. He helped make the Texans one of the most financially viable franchises in the NFL, widely regarded for his business acumen. He said it was the right time for him to do something different, that he was young enough to find a new opportunity. He plans to take off six months, spend more time with his family. He will continue to do public speaking. He may teach at the University of Houston. He recently wrote a book. Now, ESPN is reporting that Jamie Roots did not like the direction that the Texans organization was headed, with Jack Easterby gaining more and more influence, and that Jamie Roots' input in the new general manager hire was really not factored in or even valued. So 
Again, Jack Easterby continues to gain more and more influence within the Texans organization. That apparently was writing on the wall for Jamie Roots to look for an exit. Jack Easterby, again, continues to be elevated in that team. Now, if you asked me a year ago, I could never imagine that Jamie Roots would be resigning from his position as president of the Houston Texans. That just would have shocked me. He was a huge ambassador for the Texans brand, both locally in Houston and nationally with the league office. He, again, drove that business side very successfully. It's a very successful brand in that market. This will be a position that a lot of people will be interested in in terms of who now operates the business side of the Houston Texans. Again, major market organization, very good fan base. And so we'll have to see who takes the reins as Jamie Roots resigns after more than 20 years as president of the Houston Texans. Let's shift to Major League Soccer because the 2021 season will now begin on April 17th, two weeks later than the most recent thought of April 3rd. MLS Commissioner Don Garber met the media yesterday. He had a couple of interesting points. First, he confirmed the league is forecasted to lose pretty close to $1 billion in 2021. Take that for a second. A billion dollars this year. MLS and the club's already lost close to a billion dollars in 2020. It was roughly 800 million. But Garber acknowledged that the league, the team, need to think creatively to generate more and more revenue. He also was not optimistic at all that MLS stadiums will draw a large number of fans in 2021, saying he didn't see fans in stadiums probably for most, if not all, of the season. A couple of other things of interest. He said they need to work harder to have a better relationship with their union. That comes after a pretty acrimonious collective bargaining agreement recently, more than one of them. He also said that they will not change their national anthem policy. Garber said that when they do not have fans in the stadium, MLS will not play the national anthem. But when they do have fans in the stadium, they will play the national anthem. He said that's been their policy and he does not see that changing. So some pretty interesting notes from MLS Commissioner Don Garber. Here is a positive sign that we all have to feel a little bit good about. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced yesterday that a limited number of fans will be allowed to attend sports and entertainment events at venues with 10,000 or more seats. That'll start as soon as February 23rd. So that is very good news. Cuomo added that the Barclays Center has already been approved for hosting fans on February 23rd for the Nets game against the Sacramento Kings. So 10% of a venue's capacity in New York, that can start February 23rd. Very good news for those organizations. All fans who show up will have to show proof of a negative PCR test taken within 72 hours of the event. And of course, the Department of Health will have to approve each venue. But a positive step, a baby step for allowing fans in sports venues in New York. Let's end with a couple of quick hitters. Our John Aran reported last night in his SBJ Media newsletter that the ad sales market around NASCAR is strong. Fox Sports has sold out its inventory for this weekend's Daytona 500 and is overall pacing well ahead of last year for the season. So Fox acknowledged a lot of interest around NASCAR. Advertisers are paying a mid to high single digit rate increase around NASCAR races. That is a change from previous years where it's largely been flat or a very low increase. Fox acknowledged more interest in NASCAR based on the success and the momentum of the sport last year, which we have talked about on the Buzzcast. So Fox Sports sold out its inventory for this weekend's Daytona 500, pacing ahead of last year. Certainly good news 
not just for NASCAR, but for Fox. And finally, former ESPN executive Connor Shell. We talked about him on the Buzzcast. He left ESPN late last year. He is launching a new unscripted content studio backed by Peter Chernin's Chernin Entertainment. Peter Chernin, really one of the most well-respected executives and investors in media and content. He is now backing Connor Shell's new effort. Connor Shell will serve as CEO of the still unnamed studio. They will produce content around sports, but also content outside of sports. So Peter Chernin continuing to invest in the content space and will back Connor Shell, who is noted for some of the more successful 30 for 30 and other content efforts at ESPN where he previously worked. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, February 11th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, stay safe, please be good to each other, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.